hey, before we get started, I just wanted to make a note that if you or you know somebody who has a large camera collection or even just a few cameras that have been given to them or passed down in their family and they're looking to sell them, it would be possible for me to go check them out and bring batteries and test them and let them know what they have. If you know somebody or you need that service, go to thecamerseller.com and I have information there about how I can do an in-person consultation or online Zoom consultations and help you know exactly what that equipment is worth. So check it out, thecamerseller.com. Okay, on with the show. Hey, I'm Kenneth Weidstab. I'm a professional photographer here in Colorado. Welcome to another one of my daily morning photography podcasts. So the price of film is going up a little bit. I saw Kodak Triax is up to $7.99 a raw at B&H, but it's at Adorama for only $6.99. So if you put that in perspective, a roll of Triax in... 1985, so almost 40 years ago, a roll of film then was $2.09. Adjusted for inflation is about $5.18. So when you think about it, it's up to $7 from $5. Film hasn't gone up all that much. And if you home process, it's very affordable to shoot film and process it yourself. A bottle of HC-110 lasts forever, and the quantity that you need is so small that it literally lasts forever before you run out of using it. You'd have to use an awful lot of it to make it that you need more. And that's the beauty of film photography is it's not that expensive. When you compare it to the cost of cloud subscriptions and storage devices and SD cards and replacement SD cards and computer software and software subscriptions to Adobe and hardware purchases and upgrades and new lenses. And, you know, people will say, well, I already have the camera. I don't have to pay for all that, but they're still buying an extra SD card every once in a while. And that's 30 bucks. And that's four rolls of film. Everybody who says they can't afford to shoot film, I always say, well, don't shoot so much. Just shoot some of the more important things on film. Shoot the things that matter to you on film and shoot the rest on digital. There are plenty of things like my Roy Stryker project that I shoot digitally because I need to have a lot of output regularly and I can't wait for the processing of film. And I could, I could just plan ahead better. But the idea is there are some things that are good for digital and there are some things that are good for film. And film isn't more expensive by much than it was 40 years ago. And if that's the case, then the expense is not the obstacle. If you're making 36 frames, you should be able to get 20 frames that are usable out of that raw film. If you shoot one or two frames of everything, I'm giving you a little bit of leeway. But if you know how to make a picture, if you know how to expose, you should be able to get 20 images that are usable out of every raw. It's not like people would say, oh, if I get one picture out of a roll of film. I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm getting 30 pictures out of a roll of film because you're working with some intention and deliberateness. So film isn't all that expensive. Shoot some and determine how much is the right amount for you. All right, that's today's photography talk. If you're enjoying these, hit the subscribe button 
I'll be back tomorrow and we'll talk more photography. As always, here's to good light. Just one quick reminder that we need photographers to contribute to the Wise Photo Project, and we need photographers from around the world. So if you are one, please join us. Find out information and what it's all about at thewisephotoproject.com. Thanks. Hey, one last thing. Watch my YouTube channel, here's to goodlight.com. And I put out a weekly YouTube of inspiring photo talks, and I think you'll enjoy it. So take a look. Here's to good light.